Hello and welcome to Tarot Bites. I'm Teresa Reed, the Tarot Lady. I'm the author of the Tarot Coloring Book and your host for this podcast series. This is episode 50 of Tarot Bites, the podcast where I dish out short, entertaining, bite-sized lessons on how to read tarot. For today's episode, our topic is the Seven of Wands. So grab your tarot cards and let's begin. So anyhow, this is the perfect card for episode 50. You might ask yourself why. Well, it's because the card does show some real effort. And I have to tell you guys, it takes real effort to create something like a podcast series. It's real hard work and, you know, staying at it for the long haul, doing it week after week, is even more effort. So trust me on that. But you know what? When you're passionate about something, which, by the way, is a wands vibe, you stay on it no matter what. In 78 Degrees of Wisdom, Rachel Pollack says this, People under Juan's influence need to know they are alive. They need that charge of adrenaline to show them that the fire still runs through them. So true. And I'm very, very passionate about tarot and podcasting. So here I am, 50 episodes in. Anyhow, let's take a look at your seven of wands and some of the symbols around it. First of all, I want you to take a look at the, uh, the figure's face. Now, a few episodes back, I mentioned that in the Rider-Waite-Smith deck, many of the figures have a neutral face. But on the Seven of Wands, the card shows a very fierce look. That's clear that he is not playing around. Now, if you look at his body language, too, the figure is standing in a strong position. So what do these two clues tell you? Well, they, they indicate someone who is strong, resilient, and ready to fight. Now, another interesting feature on this card is the mismatched footwear. So if you look, you'll see that the figure's wearing two completely different types of shoes. This can indicate trickery of some sort. Now, in Secrets of the Waitsmith Tarot, authors Marcus Katz and Tally Goodwin have this to say about the shoes. One feature of this image is that the figure wears obviously mismatched footwear. It has been commented on with various explanations, although the obvious answer is, as ever, in Pamela's theatrical background. The image would have been instantly recognizable to her and her friends, although it may have well passed weight by, given his lack of involvement and interest in the minors. It would be similarly the case with the Nine of Cups, Nine of Pentacles, and other cards. The character in this card is Petruchio from Shakespeare's play The Taming of the Shrew. He is the character who is trying to tame his wife-to-be, so he arrives very badly dressed for their wedding. Why, Petruchio is coming in a new hat and an old jerkin, a pair of old breeches thrice turned, a pair of boots that have been candle cases, one buckled and underlaced, an old rusty sword ten out of the town armory, with a broken hilt and chaplice with two broken points. Now that's from Act 3, Scene 2. And Katz and Goodwin go on to say, we see immediately that Pamela has deliberately drawn one buckled boot and one lace shoe, and the loose lace is completely clear. So that's very interesting, isn't it? You know, if you want to learn more about the history behind the Rider-Waite-Smith deck, then you might want to check out The Secrets of the Waite-Smith Tarot by Marcus Katz and Tally Goodwin. They've done a lot of research, and you might find it fascinating. Okay, anyhow, let's get to some interpretations. Well, for one, the Seven of Wands indicates a conflict. 
but here the figure is a symbol of courage and action. He's ready to commit to the battle and win. I often see this card as the hard-won victory. Rachel Pollock says, here we see the battle itself and the effects is, is exhilarating. With their natural strength and positiveness, wands expect to win and usually, usually do. So what else can this card indicate? Well, it could indicate that you need to hold your ground or defend your turf. I love this interpretation from Michelle T's book, Modern Tarot. It is worth mentioning that if you are part of a group attacking or intervening with a particular individual, it's probably not going to go the way you hope. If that person has an enviable position, they've earned it. If they behave badly, matching them with rumor mongering will backfire. If their beliefs are terrible, it's their right, sadly, to have them. I love that she is showing things from the wands on the bottom, on the, on the bottom of this card's perspective instead of the figure who's fighting. You know, as a tarot reader all these years, I never thought to look at this card from that perspective. I think Michelle T's book is quite clever. I highly recommend it. Anyhow, let's look at the reverse meaning of this card. The reverse seven of wands can indicate giving up the fight or collapsing under the strain of fighting. Have you ever seen those movies where dudes are in a fist fight and they keep going and going? You know, in real life, by the way, it's not like that. Fighting is exhausting. At some point, someone is going to get tired and drop or give up. That seven of wands reverse energy in action. Now this reversal can also indicate cowardice or indecision. Now you guys all know that I'm a huge Game of Thrones fan. Well, anyhow, if you're a Game of Thrones fan too, in the last season, um, season seven, there's a scene where Yara Greyjoy is captured by her evil uncle and her brother Theon, rather than fight to save his sister's life, hesitates for a moment and then he jumps over the ship. You can see that indecision and cowardice in his face, which by the way, is not easy to portray, but the actor Elfie Allen does this brilliantly. This is an example of Seven of Wands reversed in action. So the Seven of Wands reversed might also indicate an ability to defend your turf. Maybe you don't have the tools, the resources, or skills. Or maybe you just don't have the fight in you. All right, so those are some interpretations and a lot of food for thought today. So how might you want to embody this card? Well, turn to the movies. First of all, I think a show like Game of Thrones, which is a show with constant conflicts, both emotional and physical, is a great example of the Seven of Wands, as I mentioned before. You can find lots of examples of the Seven of Wands and the Seven of Wands reverse in this series. You might find a lot of films also that display this energy, both right side up and reverse. Another good one to watch is the movie Mad Max Fury Road, which I love, by the way mostly because I love Tom Hardy. <laughs> but anyhow, if you look at that that show, you can see the Seven of Wands, both right side up and reverse. So how does it show up right side and reverse in Mad Max Fury Road? How might the characters play both sides of this coin? Check out that. So I recommend to find a good movie, one that has a lot of action and a lot of conflict, maybe the ones I recommended, maybe something else, and see if you find if you can find the character who plays both sides of the card, I think it's really fascinating. Movies are a great way to play with tarot. Uh, you can always find tarot cards in the movie, so to speak. All right, so that wraps up this episode of Tarot Bites. And you can check out lots more tarot goodness on my website, thetarolady.com. I've got free introductory classes for tarot newbies, the tarot coloring book, 
hundreds of blog posts, astrological forecasts, and lots of other goodies for you to scope out. Enjoy. Thanks again for listening and have a beautiful day. And don't forget, if you enjoy this little podcast, you can leave a sweet little review on iTunes. It'll help a lot more tarot curious people find their way to Tarot Bites. And I always love to close out by saying to pay close attention to your intuition throughout your day. Let it guide you into making brave, excellent choices. Remember that you are always in the driver's seat of your life. You are in charge of your decisions, your plans, the action steps that you take or don't take. You're the boss. And if you don't like where your life is headed right now, you can change that. Nothing is ever fixed in stone. The tarot cards tell a story, but you write the ending. <laughs>